0: everybody and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant PodMess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. I'm the other host, I'm Tenant Michael, and I'd just like to remind you, James, that there's another way you can
1: say that intro. You can say the only show that has the guts to ask the question um, whether a landlord and tenant can be buddies...
0: Why? Why would you do that, though? There's no uh, just a bit more. no bleeps or? on the internet. Let me just—I'll put it this way: everybody's got guts. Oh, give me a break! All right, balls don't mean literally balls. It means you oh, know. Don't they? No, it means uh, you know, you know the, in- the intestinal fortitude. You know what I'm All saying? Right. Well, agree to disagree. <sighs> yeah, uh, off to a flying start this week, aren't we? First, now you can't say balls anymore. God. Um yes, welcome to the podcast. Uh I'm uh landlord of this building we're in. Inherited it from my dead uncle and Mike li- in peace, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. And uh Mike lives here in the building. How are you doing, Mike?
1: Doing pretty well, yeah. Uh, I've lived here for 8 years and um hopefully 8 more years. This is uh Why put a cap on it? Well, I don't I mean, sure. Let's make it uh, 16, 16 years. Sure. More. Um, no, you know what? Hope I die
0: of old age in this building. Um, but, but to I'm, be fair, that could be an 8 or 16 years because you are not healthy.
1: Well, so you've been talking to my doctor, I see. <laughs> yeah, I had a little uh, bad news this week. I don't want to get into it. But uh, yes, well, it's interesting to talk about the even just the concept of time because they say we only have about 12 years left to address uh, climate change before it's irreversible, so who knows how, how much longer... Um, any of us have.
0: Well, all I know is it's pretty cold here in Toronto right now, so... It certainly hmm, is. Hmm. Interesting. Global warming. Not right now, that's for sure. Well, uh, so Mike, uh, how was your week? My week, um, actually, it started off okay, which was unusual,
1: but then it took a took a turn, and it didn't end up going very well, unfortunately. Go on. Oh, do you want to hear? Um, all right, so as you know, I've been um, struggling to find steady work recently. Long-time listeners will know I left my job at the CN Tower under cloudy circumstances. <laughs> I put in some time at the Skylon Tower in Niagara Falls, and also I had a falling out with my manager there. And I've kind of been drifting around. I've been hibernating and, uh, you know, just not up to much recently. I had some good luck, though, recently. I...
0: Applied for a job as a bank security guard. Wow. Yes. Uh, now, I've got to be honest, you don't read as bank security guard to me.
1: Well, you've never seen me in my uniform and with my uh, my uh, billy club and my hat. I'm quite imposing. But um, on my first shift, something bad happened. I was shadowing a bank guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at the Royal Bank at Bloor & Young. Nice, big old bank. Wonderful. And wouldn't you know it, on my first shift, there was a robbery. Wow. A robbery. These two armed men came in. Uh, they had balaclavas. They had pistols. And they shouted, like, everyone down the floor. Give us all your money. And the guard, who's a professional, he was like, uh, put those guns away, guys. There's a, you know, you don't, you don't want to do this. Yeah. And one of the gunmen wearing a balaclava, he actually came up to me and said, you think we're fooling around here and he put his gun to my head and pulled the trigger (laughs) now luckily you know i guess my guardian angel was shining was was looking out for me because there was a jam and the bullet didn't come out and so i i managed to stay alive and uh i was very relieved and i could tell the gunman was upset though so i said um where was that gun made and he looked at the bottom and he said uh made in france and so i decided to make a joke i said well there's your problem and he uh, he actually cracked up. Wow! So anyway, yeah, I escaped with my life by the skin of my teeth, and um...
0: that must be weird to realize that if weren't not for a gun, yeah, uh, problem, you would be blown away.
1: Yes, on my first on my first shift. Wow! Very well,
0: strange. I usually think of you as unlucky, but I guess that was pretty lucky. I was lucky, yeah. But then again, maybe unlucky that it happened yeah. in the first place.
1: It's weird being a... I mean, just the uh,
0: thinking about a bank security guard, because you get paid very little and you're guarding uh, so much wealth. Yeah, and you said that the weapon they gave you was a billy club? <laughs> um. Well, actually, <laughs> I was not
1: issued a billy club. I brought it in myself.
0: Oh, yeah. what?
1: I just thought it would be a fun thing to have.
0: Oh, what does the other security guard have? He has a gun. Okay. And you have a billy club, so you're sort of... Yeah. So these guys come in with these Uzis, and you're going to hold up a billy club. Don't do that, boys!
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not a fair fight.
0: Clearly. Wow. Well, good luck with that. So you are going to stick with the job, or...? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it's... I mean, it's... You get free coffee? Hmm.
1: They have sometimes pastries there. It's 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 a convenient
0: location, Blur and Young. It's It's the intersection of the two subway lines. Right on the subway, yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. It's great. Well, that sounds like a good week. Uh, Shall I tell you about my week? Yeah, what happened? Well, if you listened uh, last week when we had documentarian Becky Johnson on, um, last week I held Pecker Fest. Um, If you listen to the pod, you know I've had a new business venture with Dennis Rodman called Pecker Coin. And we had a big festival to promote it and get it going and uh, get interest and get uh, some press coverage, right? And uh, yeah, Peckerfest was held in the building and it went off great. It was a big success. It was a party. Everyone had a good time. And thank you to everyone involved. Um, are you telling the whole story? I, I don't mean to call you a liar, but it kind of was a bit of a disaster. Oh, give me a break. It was a huge typical, disaster. Typical... You're just like the, you know, typical media uh, exaggerating everything. Um, it You know, every road has a few bumps, and uh, every rose has its thorns, they yes. say. And uh, yeah, there were some bumps in the road with Peckerfest. Um, by bumps, do you, do you mean six dead people? Six people did... Uh, were crushed. Um... You know, it's that sucks. It's not what we wanted to happen. Um, but uh, it did. And uh, yeah, we're kind of moving on. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, a few of the guys in the band bowling for soup got smushed. Um, one of the North Korean generals. All we forgot. Were...
2: Well, of
1: them.
0: whatever. I don't know who's in the band, but yeah. Four, <clears throat> four of them. And uh, a North Korean general who was in visiting uh and uh one of the tenants unfortunately and let me tell you um cuz uh, if you've been listening you know that we've been uh, negotiating with the North Ko- Korean government uh, regarding peckercoin and uh kim jong un uh was very aware of peckercoin very excited about it and this guy when he heard about his general getting smushed at peckerfest what a drama queen what a drama queen i thought he was a cool guy um, he's did he, not.
1: Did he cause a scene? Did he... Oh
0: well, that's what I'm hearing. He doesn't want anything to do with Peckerfest or Peckercoin anymore. He's reneging on the investment, so it's kind of screwing us over, and it's it really sucks. Oh wow! So um, if you've invested in Peckercoin, I know the last few weeks I've been really trying to get our listeners to give money to invest in Peckercoin. Uh, I know that's been keeping uh, you know uh, competing with our Patreon. It has been, yeah. And uh, a lot of our listeners have given a lot of good money to Pecker Coin, And now, uh, you know, if you want that back, your return on investment, uh, uh, I would suggest you write a letter or make a phone call to the North Korean government because it's nothing to do with me anymore. Uh,
1: Passing the buck.
0: No, I mean, Passing they're the freaking out because their general died. And what am I like? There's nothing I can do. So, yeah, I guess make right. a call. I'm sure they'll give you uh, your return on investment. So yeah, I guess PeckerCoin for now is uh, really the responsibility of the North Korean government. So, and I, for legal reasons, I do uh, omit myself from any uh, further business interactions with the company. Well, so that, there you go. That ended rather abruptly. you yeah, it's fine. Business uh, And I did want to do something nice. Uh, we uh, you know we're not heartless here. We do have an in memoriam for the people who uh, I don't like to say died or whatever. Well, they did die. Well, they were crushed, they were crash, smushed. Yeah. So a little in memoriam for the people who were smushed at uh, Peckerfest. Yeah. And Mike, did you prepare something? Yeah, I'll just put some uh, some nice
1: music on in the background here. Okay. And we'll read the names of those who we lost at um, uh, Peckerfest. We'll start with the members of the band Bowling for
0: Soup. Jarrett. Chris. Gary, Rob, North Korean General Kim Pak-sun,
1: and resident of the building, uh, he was a tenant from Unit 1106, Declan O'Reilly. Wow, what an Irish name. Isn't it? That's a very Irish name.
0: Mm, yeah. mm. Uh, luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, not not last case. week. I have Irish background, but I'm glad the, the, my last name isn't too Irish-sounding. Do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, Hartnett's fine.
1: Declan O'Reilly's almost like he might as well be called like uh, Shamrock or oh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Shillelagh or yeah. something like so I'm just making it up yeah. off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah.
0: Sorry uh, to those people. and uh, Yeah, special message also to the relatives of the band Bowling for Soup. Uh, I am not in any way liable, as I mentioned before. I have omitted myself from all uh, business dealings with PeckerCoin right, and PeckerFest. Just something I had to say on the yeah. podcast. All right. uh, so there we go.
1: Well, moving on from that sad news, uh, let's, let's turn uh, the page to some happy news. Of course, this is the episode coming out the week of my favorite holiday. Uh, that's not a religious holiday, of course. I'm talking, of course, about Valentine's Day. That's your favorite holiday. Valentine's Day
0: is, yeah. I'm surprised.
1: No, I'm nuts for kissing and hugging and uh, holding just, hands. Just
0: and... surprised because in the time I've known you, you haven't had a girlfriend except for Ruth, who, who well, was who, uh, psychotic. Well, she it's not nice to speak ill of the dead, but um, okay.
1: I don't agree with what you said. But um, yes, I do love Valentine's Day. It's romantic, and I'm a romantic fool, basically. And so... Uh, we thought it'd be fun to do a segment about Valentine's Day where we offer tips to our listeners on how they can celebrate this special day.
0: Do you think our listeners celebrate Valentine's Day?
1: Certainly they do, yes. They're always okay. walking up to me. Whenever I meet listeners, they're, they tell me, first of all, they love the show. Um, they ask for my autograph, and they tell me how much they love Valentine's Day
0: because they also love hugging and kissing. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah, the segment is called Love... Actually, that's right, which is a
1: play on the movie
0: love Actually. love Actually, yes, with Hugh Grant. And this is a segment from,
1: oh, I like your impersonation, thank you, of Hugh Grant. Thank you. Um, and this is, uh, yeah, tips for Valentine's Day, and we have a, a little theme song <inaudible>
2: talking about
1: some love, <inaudible> talking about some <summer>, love, <inaudible> 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 talking
2: about some love.
0: That's great So I'll start off Um,
1: Here's a tip There's nothing worse and that makes you feel more depressed Than being single on Valentine's Day, right? So uh, this one is for all of our single listeners If you're single, no problem I say treat yourself to a nice Valentine's Day date with yourself A night in, you know, make a nice chicken supper Have a bottle of wine Write a valentine to yourself Have you ever done that, James? Uh, yeah, no do you know calligraphy?
2: Because no. that can make a
1: big uh, difference if you have fancy writing. Right, right. That's a compliment. Drop a bubble bath, have some chocolates, or watch a film. As for me, uh, I'm single right now, and I'm spending this Valentine's Day with my crush. You know who that is? <laughs> no. Marilyn Monroe. Oh, God. Watching
0: some Marilyn Monroe movies on Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, Mike, that's such a bummer. You're making your Valentines to yourself and watching Marilyn Monroe movies? At least watch something with Megan Fox or something current. What the hell, man? No,
1: thanks. I think uh, me and Marilyn uh, are good.
0: Right. Well, if Marilyn was alive today, she'd probably be an Instagram model and well, she totally today. ignore she'd you if old. she ever met you. Hmm?
1: If she was alive today, she'd be very old, which doesn't mean she couldn't be an Instagram model. Elon Musk's mother is uh, an elderly model. What's her name?
0: I don't something know. Musk? Hmm. anyway okay good tip uh okay here's my first valentine's day tip and that is look your best pamper yourself probably most of our listeners are inked that means they have tattoos 50 50 split okay but why not do something special in that uh zone for valentine's day for yourself and for your partner I know that I regularly visit a boutique pubic hair design salon uh, in Yorkville. There's one uh, fairly near me. And um, it's a great, it's it's always packed at Valentine's Day. But get an appointment, get in. Um, it's It can be a real fun treat for your partner to to uh, visit the pubic hair design salon. You can get a classic heart. You can get a flying Cupid or fireworks to visualize the passion you feel for your uh, boo. Um, yeah. Or his and hers. You know, go in with your lover and and uh, get some fun designs of your pubic hair, and uh, you know, enjoy the holiday. Repulsive. This reminds all these rich people
1: getting. their... reminds me of the like the period just before the decla- like the fall of the Roman Empire when it was oh, most please. You uh, know
0: what? I, I, I the, the fall of the empire had nothing to do with Caesar and Brutus and uh, Marcus Aurelius having well uh, quaffed pubic hair with pleasing designs from a pubic design artist, if that's what they did. Well, I disagree 100% with what you just said. That's... Oh, give me a break. All right. You're probably one of those guys who never trims. Nope. Anyway. Natural. All
1: right. Now, my second tip for our listeners for Valentine's Day, for this segment called Love Factually, is, um, have you got nothing to do? Be a makeout angel. Do you know what that is, James? No. So are you familiar with uh, a lot of cities and towns have a place called like Makeout Point or like the Makeout Hill or something where uh, teens and young people go to, uh, you know, sit in their cars and, you know, play tonsil hockey, dot, dot, dot. Um, Well, what I do is I, I, I used to do this. I was a Makeout Angel and I would go and sort of skulk around in the shadows there on Makeout Hill with a great big backpack full of bottles of water and energy bars and just to make sure all the young people were safe, I would go around knocking on the windows of the cars, um, handing out the water, handing out the energy bars, just making sure every, everything was cool. What? And, were uh, you arrested? Well, no, I was doing nothing nothing illegal. If you called the it's police pretty on me, per- you'd, perverted. Uh, they'd laugh at you because no, I didn't break any laws. No, they would
0: laugh at you like, who's this pervert illegal, skulking illegal. around in the dark? <clears throat> okay, good tip. Here's my second Valentine's Day tip. Um, It's easy. Find out where your significant other's childhood pet is buried. Uh, Dig it up or hire someone to dig it up if you're like me. And then for a mere $250,000, a Beijing clinic can clone it for you. And my goodness, you will not see a bigger smile on your lover's face than when you present them with their dog that had passed away when they were a kid. It's a great gift, and um, and the nice thing is you can do it again when that one passes away.
1: That is v- terrifying. That's terrifying. It reminds me of that Stephen King
0: uh, movie, Pet Cemetery. Oh, I thought you were going to say Shawshank.
1: No, nope, that's a good one, though. Mm. Good movie. But no, no, this one reminds me of Pet Cemetery. Oh, dead animals coming back uh, like zombies. How is that romantic? I don't see that at mm. all.
0: Well, uh hey, um uh, pretty soon um we'll be be doing it with people too. So get in get in early. I wonder if you surprised your significant other with like
1: um their grandma or something who had <laughs> passed years ago as a, a Valentine's <laughs> Day gift if they would
0: like it. Yeah, I it's a good one. Or what about old celebrities, Mark Twain. Mark Mark Twain, yeah, an old celebrity. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm going far back. He probably was a celebrity in his day. Well, he absolutely was. All right. Big deal.
1: He was uh, was the Dan Brown of his uh, day. Wow, you think? I know. Hmm. All right, my third and final um, tip for Valentine's Day lovers out there in podcast land. Um, Here's something you can do. Spend the day with seniors. During my teens... Every Valentine's Day, I would dress up like Cupid, put on that diaper, put on those wings, and I would go to the seniors' home in my community, and I would spend the day and the evening uh, just shooting the seniors with my toy bow and arrow, just shooting them all day long, running around the corner, uh, ducking under the table, uh, shooting them with my toy bow and arrow again and again, shooting them and shooting them. <laughs> what? What? Wait, wait. You know, they don't see a lot. They don't. The The life you lead in a senior's home is very repetitive, very boring. And so I was. I This I was, was probably, like a ray of sunshine in their lives, a little cherubic. They boy don't understand shooting. what's
0: going on. They probably think it's a day of terror. They probably think they're being they attacked. They didn't
1: think it was a day of terror. They knew it was Valentine's Day because some it weird decorated. kid is shooting them. It was decorated in the style of Valentine's Day. And I was shooting them. I was Cupid.
0: Everyone knows the deal oh, that's that's just what a 90 year old wants
1: well they were nerf arrows so no one was injured well, sorry almost no one was injured oh really i hit a man in the eye
2: okay but he
0: forgave me mm. anyway. wow okay well uh interesting uh here's my final tip <clears throat> mike what is the ultimate symbol of valentine's day a heart exactly a heart there is no greater or more powerful symbol of this day. So if you really love someone and you really want to impress them, what better gift to give them than a real human heart encased in a glass box with mahogany finish, LED lighting, and temperature control to keep that muscle from getting a little bit stinky. The ultimate expression of love is to reveal the power you wield and the danger you possess. Giving a gift of a human heart, shows you're not only their protector, but you're also a person that strikes fear in the minds of your enemies.
1: Wow. That was impressive. I mean, it's a horrific idea. Repulsive. Reminds mm. me of something that a uh, like a Jeffrey Dahmer type would do, mm-hmm. but you uh, certainly sold the sizzle, as they say.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I wrote a little press uh, release. It's just a different little business yeah. idea I'm working on. But
1: uh, uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, where do you
0: source these? Where would you source a human heart from? Oh, uh,
1: Hollywood hollywood
0: yeah that's uh it's sort of like it's it's not openly talked about but it's talked about it's like a hollywood thing really yeah what do you think happens to all those actors that go out there
1: Hmm, i guess you're right
0: you see a guy in a canadian commercial and then all of a sudden he's like i'm moving to la and then you don't hear from them oh yeah Mm -hmm. well that i just connected the dots interesting yeah so uh think about it, think about it. It's a, certainly a business I'm thinking of getting into now that we're past pecker post in a post pecker coin uh, yeah. environment. So that's it. That's love factually.
1: Oh, love is in the air. I can feel it. <laughs> la, 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 talking about some love. Talking about some love. Talking about some love.
2: I love you, I
0: love you. Okay. Well, is there anything else, Mike, or shall we? Take a break and come back with our guests. All I want to say
1: is thank you to everyone who's donating to our Patreon account. Oh, yeah. And uh, please continue doing so, so we can continue bringing you amazing content. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Patreon people. And if you're interested, go to patreon.com
1: slash landlord tenant.
0: That's right. And um, if you give to it, you get a bonus episode once a month. Yes, and these episodes are unlike anything else being produced these days. Yeah. Uh they make, you know, uh this American life look like this American shit. Uh and in the episode well, the bono- little, I mean Sorry, I I'm just saying they're very good. Yeah. And the, and the and they're called Landlord and Tenant VIP. So, yeah. yeah. So
1: that tells you all you need to know about them.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so thank you so much. Like seriously. Thank you. Um why don't we take a break and come back with our guests? Okay.
1: Welcome back to the show, everybody. Hope you had a nice little break there. That was a part of the show where we introduce a guest and we have a lovely conversation and we learn, hopefully, about something we didn't know about before.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, And we're very excited to have uh, our guest here with us today. Uh, It is Lee Cameron.
3: Hi, hi. Thanks for having me. Hey, Lee. Thanks for being on our show. I'm. Thrill! I'm just thrilled to be here. I've heard everyone talking about it. Really, in the building?
0: Oh, right, because you live in the building, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and what is it you? What is it you do?
3: Well, I I call myself um, uh, I'm an amateur drain snaker. Hmm. I I, dra- wow. I snake drains, but I'm not I'm not well, I'm not a plumber. It's okay. more of a hobbyist. So that's my main my main interest. I'm mm. you know I'm a lawyer, but I don't really. It's not really my main. Oh. Really? Uh,
0: so a lawyer is you. like your day job.
3: Yeah, and this is my passion, you know. So oh. I'd really rather define myself by my passion than my <laughs> what pays the bills. <laughs> I think that's <laughs>
1: admirable. Too too many people see themselves as their job, and I think that that is dehumanizing, and I think people should be allowed to
3: express themselves the way they want to, yeah, and you define know, themselves I the way they want the to. I paid for the business cards. I can put on them what I, what I want. Absolutely. Wow. Oh,
0: you put amateur drain snaker on your- I put
3: amateur, yeah, because I don't mm. want anyone to think I have accreditations that I'm you know, uh, incorrect, incorrectly claiming. So I, I sure. put amateur on there. Also because I want people to know that um, I care about it, you know?
0: Wow. You care about the details-
3: yeah, hmm. it's kind of like figure skaters, you know, they're amateurs when they're at the Olympics, and then once they go pro, you know, right. they kind of, they it's just kinda, do what everybody else wants. It's kind
0: of like sell out. Exactly,
3: yeah, so. So do you see yourself
1: like like a, an Olympian of, of drain snaking?
3: You know, uh, I do think of it that way. Um, Should be a
1: sport in the Olympics, just joking.
3: Wow, you know, well, you know, you are joking, but... It takes a lot of upper body strength and a lot of balance. Sometimes sure. I stick the drain, the, the snake down there, and while it's, you know, just getting while it's picking up all the the um debris, I do some push-ups.
0: Right. Uh, that's yeah, and you know what? it takes like uh flexibility? Yes. You got to kind of get under there under the sink.
3: Flexibility, agility, and uh, brains. Fab. That's what I say. I
0: I, I hear Ooh, what you're fab. Saying. Yeah. That's fab. so good.
3: Those are the th- th- th-
1: That's why your shirt says fab. That i going not I- ask
3: you about that. I make these. Oh. If you guys want them, I I press them myself.
1: I would take one as long as it's complimentary.
3: Compliment, oh, yeah, yeah, for free.
1: <laughs> for free, yes.
3: Sorry, I was thinking flat, I was confusing complimentary and flattering. Well, I hope and also- I can't promise that, I can't promise that. <laughs> oh, 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 I hope it makes me look good. <laughs> I, sure. I don't know, is that possible? <laughs> I hope, though, we're talking
1: about Olympics, I hope you don't have to take steroids to, uh, to do snake training and i'm very serious about that cuz steroids kill and they they've taken a toll on
0: on james's body. Well, i'm going to just call bs on that. I'm a steroid user and uh, it's only been good for me, so don't believe anything else. So i'm going to throw that out there. But yeah, do you do you use steroids
3: to No, i okay. don't i don't use anything to enhance my performance. Thank
0: goodness. Yeah. Well, but i mean, you know, Remember in baseball when uh, Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire were hitting all those home runs and Sammy Sosa in the late 90s, and all of a sudden, they're hitting like 20 more home runs than anyone else ever did, and these guys were like so big, and everyone's like, huh, and then it turned out they were on steroids, but also, it was the best. So I'm just saying, baseball was at its best when they were all on steroids. I'm at my best on steroids, I'm at my sexiest, I'm feeling best about myself, so I'm just saying, Lee, maybe... I respect that you aren't using performance-enhancing drugs, but maybe you should.
3: You know i I appreciate um, I appreciate hearing both sides of the argument in this. You know, because mm, yeah. i I had really I had really not really looked into it to be mm. honest. Mm. I'd just been, um, you know, taking it in its stride, training, mm. upping my equipment.
1: There's mm. nothing better than being natural in sport or in amateur uh, plumbing. Yeah. Do you consider yourself is it the plumbing world? I guess like. I don't mean to insult you. So anyway, don't do nice drugs. job, Mike. Don't insult do drugs her whatever, fine. Minutes. I'm not.
3: I'm not a plumber, and I don't. And that's fine. Right. I don't think that right. makes me a worse drain snaker because uh, honestly, I don't have to split my attention right. between other parts of plumbing, which there are many parts of plumbing. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about. I'm sorry
0: about Mike. He it's talks out of his ass. <clears throat> Do you like? How does this work? Being an amateur drain snaker, do you just do your own over and over again? Do you go around no, to other no, people's no. houses? Uh, I'm
3: like, I, like I've been in almost all of the apartments in this building. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. You think you know? <laughs> you think you know people in this apartment building? Like, I know people in this apartment building. Do wow. they? Um. So they ask you to, to well, come into? Yeah. Their well, I have the units? notice on the board. I don't know if you guys seen my notice on the pegboard. Fab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Fab it has drainage. a picture of that
1: cobra snake on it. It's so scary. Yeah.
3: That logo yeah, of yours. I drew that.
0: Oh wow, you're a good artist.
3: Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you.
0: So uh, okay. Uh,
3: so so I you know I um I just advertise my services. I I do it. Uh, I do it for free, or I'll do it for a meal. You know, like I'll do it for whatever because I'm doing it um, for the passion. Right. It's, it's 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 like a need, you know. Um,
0: yeah. Who?
1: What floor has the freakiest stuff in their drains?
3: Thirteenth floor. I know it's crazy.
1: Oh wow! wow. I know.
3: I'm not makes... superstitious, but mm. that makes me wonder.
1: Follow up question: What's the freakiest thing you found in a, a, a drain?
3: You'd be surprised uh, how many people lose toes in the winter.
1: Toes. Toes. Mm-hmm.
3: Get frostbite. <laughs> and they and go they down fall the drain. Off. Yeah, because you don't oh, notice until you're in the hot shower. You're so cold outside. Oh. You go into the shower, take the shower, turn the shower on, hot water, toes. People know, lose their baby toes all the time. Sometimes they don't even notice. They're just like, my drains clogged. You
0: know what? I uh, I uh, at my dojo was sparring, and I lost a baby toe, and I didn't notice for like three weeks. And this one is actually made of ivory. If I show you guys, see that. That's actually... Oh, ooh. yeah. Clink, yeah. Clink, clink, Yep. Made of ivory. It's gleaming. That's...
1: I mean, I don't... Wow. You didn't need to... Ivory should... Uh, the ivory trade is right, barbaric. Right.
0: Oh, here we go. Don't
1: kill an elephant. An elephant dies, so you could have a uh, ivory toe.
0: Anyway. If is, elephants could, they'd have human, human, uh, you know, fake toes. This okay? reminds me of a Far Side
1: comic where an elephant has gone a man's wild.
0: head on the, over the mantle.
3: Did you read the Far Side, Lee? When I you're... love them. Yeah, I had the calendar. Do you have the calendar? The Far Side a day.
0: Oh yeah. no! Yeah. But I had. You the, didn't have that No, but I had
3: the you know the books.
0: Far. I don't yeah. re- remember what they were now, called. Where
3: did you, but... Where'd you keep
0: those? Ooh boy, they're they're probably at my childhood home. I didn't bring them with me. Oh,
3: you don't keep them in the bathroom. Oh yes, they <laughs> are. good in the bathroom, bathroom, so I get to you know sometimes I check and I read through and I see if there's any ones I haven't seen before.
0: They were yeah. wild. I really feel like I think that. Farside's heyday was the late nineties. Nineties. Uh, it coincided with uh, Britpop. Okay. And Gary Larson was
1: also very involved in in really? that scene. Yeah, he oh. was. Absolutely. He, oh my god, I can't
0: believe with how much Oasis. I'm learning right now. What? What? Gary Larson from Farside toured with Oasis. Yeah, and he
1: did all their art. Their like album art and all their single, uh, out, like, um
0: designs and stuff like that
3: that's unreal and their t-shirts that's unreal i only ever heard oasis on napster so i don't
0: oh, okay. think i've
3: seen any of the covers
0: i think right. i remember actually i went to a uh edge fest in the late 90s at uh in barry oh yeah and um yeah. there Shout was like barry. oasis playing and uh i'm earth playing and then yeah gary larson came on and sh- just drew some comics and showed some of his work and that's
1: amazing
0: mosh pit was going wild
1: Wow! Imagine seeing Gary Larson on a like a beautiful summer day in a field, drunk out of your mind, and he's just on stage drawing. I a did cow. That's, I did.
3: Wow! You should. I I hope you like record that. M- keep this for yourself. Record it because like when you when you're old and you want to remember stuff. Yeah, that's gonna really uh,
0: be this something. is being recorded. It's being recorded. It's a yeah. We're, <laughs> oh, are will actually be heard by uh, well, quite a number of people.
3: That's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've gotten quite off track here talking about Gary Larson and Oasis and all this stuff when we're <laughs> supposed to be talking about uh, snaking drains. Lee, can I ask you a question? You mentioned something earlier that we didn't really follow up on. You said that you're a lawyer. Do you, do you feel comfortable talking about your job as a lawyer? I'm, I'm really curious to know, oh, what, you know what kind of
3: lawyer are you? Because that seems cor- very exciting. I'm a corporate lawyer. I'm a, lar- I'm a large corporate lawyer, but oh, hey, it's not that exciting. What kind of clients do you have? Oh, you know, as a like corporate lawyer. Kind of like Nestle and. Oh, oh they
0: rock. Enbridge. Mm-hmm. Oh, they rock too. You. you must be making bank. Good expression. Yeah,
3: right? I, I am. I'm making. I make it, it's. I make it, it. You know it. <laughs> just court court stuff. It's not. Oh, nobody man. cares. About
0: Lawyers work. know what they're doing, man. They court make money. So you defend Nestle?
3: Ah, um, uh, yeah. They want to buy a lake. They want to buy a town. They want to mm, buy a.
0: As they should. S-
3: and do you a series have series of homes. Do you have any ethical? Um, Dilemmas you know, about
1: things, working with these types of clients.
3: You know, honestly, I it's what partly why I need an outlet. Um, mm. well, and, you got uh, drain snakes, then, right? You know, yeah. And okay. I, you know, and and then for every for every bad thing I've done, I have you know snaked snaked some unknowing person's drain for free. So, so you feel like who's the bad guy today?
1: In the balance of the universe, you um, you're even. Uh, you have as, you've done as much good as evil in the world. By uh, I don't, I don't want to think about it. Clear. Okay, oh, sorry. I won't won't push the uh... I don't really want to think about. I,
3: it. Once I, I found, it. once I found a, a kitten in a drain, so.
0: Whoa! it's oh, so
3: cute. Yeah, I was dead. But it, oh. you know, oh. we didn't get there fast enough, but I tried.
0: Hmm. I have a I, I here's a what do you think of this? Snaking a drain is satisfying, no? Yes. It's got to be one of the most satisfying it's things. It's so
3: satisfying is what I'm saying. So
0: how about here's an idea, just a question for you guys. What else is th- so satisfying to you? What's like the most satisfying thing? I'm Other than drain snaking, <sighs> what else do you find very satisfying? I'm going to um, throw one out here. It's disgusting. What? How about popping a blackhead?
3: Oh, yeah. That's wow. for sure pretty good. It's pretty
0: satisfying. Michael? Uh. Who's
1: having a, a big, good, long nosebleed?
0: <laughs> what? And at
1: the end, you blow your nose, and the you know, the blood clot comes out, and then it stops.
0: Oh, that feels
1: so good. Okay. Oh,
0: weird.
3: Okay. Um, Lee, I'd say if you have a bit of a cold and you have phlegm in your lungs, uh-huh. and you have to do a bunch of little coughs oh, and yeah. you do a big cough and you get a big piece of something. And sometimes they will have a hard bit in it. You know, <laughs> mm, oh, that me, is all this like stuff we're
1: talking about. Reminds me of some sort of like David Cronenberg kind of movie with all this goo and all this, all this, all these uh, bodily fluids yeah, and stuff like yeah.
3: that. He knew what it was about.
1: Imagine snaking David Cronenberg's dream.
0: Oh, the thing. I bet it's he
3: clean. Would... No, I bet oh. he no. I bet it's totally clean. No, You're really. Right. Yeah, You're no, right. no, no, no. He I bet he doesn't put anything in his bag. He bath.
0: probably like washes himself in bleach or yes. something and it just bleaches down the drain. That's
3: what I'm saying. I yeah, mean that's he,
1: that's going a bit far, James. I'm I, sure he
3: doesn't I bet bleach he has himself. no body hair. Have you ever seen his body? I've seen his head. Uh, I've seen his head. Uh, yeah, seen his head. But I'm gonna now, say shower cap waxed.
1: Clean. Never seen his body. I mean he he doesn't really he's not photographed shirtless very often
0: that's a good point it's weird not enough you, for my taste yeah when you really think about it it is weird like we have not seen david cronenberg's body uh, head yes i've seen his head we've all, all seen, seen his head torontonian right isn't he yep. he's a yeah. toronto boy but yeah, his yeah. body i've now i've not well, None of you mentioned it's weird i haven't seen his for... legs i haven't seen his torso have i've you seen ever... his hands those wonderful hands of his but that's you know
3: have you seen the movie Is it Crash? Crashing, the one he made?
0: Oh yes, yeah. when people get turned on by car accidents. Yeah, and then yeah. some
3: people have prosthetic legs. Do we know he's not prosthetic under there? Mm. I don't know. I just want to thought that up. We I just don't thought to that other in case you could But the
0: thing is we don't. That movie Crash, uh that's I didn't I sort of like skimmed through it, but yeah. it just seemed like Like what's up with that? They're they're getting horny from, from car accidents?
1: James Have you seen it, Michael? There's something uh, I have, yeah. And uh, actually, uh, you know, it takes all kinds of people to make a world, and the strangest things can turn people on. Well, that's true. Car accidents, uh, uh, snaking a drain. Michael, (laughs) I'm only joking. I'm only joking. It's pretty personal, but it's
3: true. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) He hit the jackpot. Hit the nail on the head. Yes. I will say, I will say that people know. People know in the building that I snake drains. Um, they do, They know when I've been there because it runs clean. Right. I'm only happy when it drains. That's my theme song. Oh, oh garbage. Garbage. I garbage. garbage! I love garbage. I love garbage. Not ma- the drain, but I love garbage. The, the band. Band. Imagine
1: Ugh. snaking Shirley Manson's drain. What do you think you'd find down there? Mm,
3: Ooh. I think you'd find old lipsticks, like she'd broken the end off by accident. Yeah. Right.
0: right. Pressing too hard on her lips.
3: Yeah. Now, we're garbage. Did they do
1: a the theme song? Was it already a Daniel Craig Bond film? No. Or was it still I believe
3: it was Pierce Pierce Brosnan. I believe Pierce. it's the one with Christmas Day in it.
0: Okay. Oh, I didn't know they did a Bond Christmas.
3: Christmas Day is a woman played by Denise Richards. Oh, I'm so stupid.
0: Oh, you stupid. thought it was just the holiday. No, it's her
3: I thought name. it was James Bond on Christmas. No, no, it's her name. It's her name. I think it's a big satellite
0: What does James one. Bond do on Christmas? Hang out with his mom and dad? Yeah. No, he's got a. He's no. not his. That's not part of his image. There's an Ian
1: Fleming book about that very subject, where James Bond goes home, sees mum and dad, has a nice juicy turkey with them, and all the fixings: Christmas P- pudding, pudding, uh, sweet potatoes, pumpkin pie. can <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole, whole chapter about he, this. There's a whole chapter where it's he very eats North a North American cane. Christmas. Wow. A Whole yeah.
3: chapter where he eats a candy cane. Yeah, he imported the pumpkin pie. Oh, God. From America. And then he has Pier- sex with somebody. Yeah,
0: he <laughs> has so much sex. In the book,
1: he has sex with somebody.
0: James Bond, wow, that guy, uh, not exactly a monogamous. That guy would be no. No, pop, probably tallie. No,
3: <laughs> no. He's, Polly, yeah. They should have a James Bond movie
0: where the entire...
1: Forget all the international spying and the blowing up of buildings and car chases. I want to see a James Bond movie where James Bond gets on the the tube and hauls his tookus to the hospital and gets a blood test (laughs) because of all the partners he's had.
3: He should get a swab, too
1: we testing a swab. I'd
3: give him a swab.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's like the dra- that's like
3: a draining for right. um, oh. your gen-
1: with oh oh a- yeah. St-
3: you know, I like sticking something. <laughs> I like sticking stuff in anything. I can't help it.
1: Hey, see what comes out. You're in a safe place right now. Everyone's allowed to express themselves here on our show, the Landlord and Tenant Podmas.
0: Well, this is a question, guys. It is Valentine's Day yeah. today, like when this podcast is getting released, most likely. Mm-hmm. And, um what And what are our plans? Oh, boy. A good question. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, ambushing me here. I mean, yeah. uh, I can
0: <laughs> I can go first. Sure. I'm um, still kind of working them out, but um, my plan right now is to... I'm going to one of the next uh, Raptors games. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm uh, going to basically do a bunch of drugs and hopefully sort of pass out and uh, get... Like, I have courtside seats. Mm. I go with Ben Mulroney. And so I'm going to do all this stuff and then sort of convulse and pass out on on the hardwood floor. And my hope and plan is one of the Raptors' dance pack ladies will see me and feel bad for me. And then... As I'm recovering, I'll be like, Thank you so much. I owe you dinner. And that's gonna be Valentine's Day with her with a Raptor Dance Pack girl.
1: Nice. That's my plan. That's uh, a very elaborate way to to possibly
0: get a date. And you could pass away Mike, it works you gotta, every time. You gotta
3: stunt on Valentine's Day.
0: You gotta pull the you gotta pull right. out the stops. You can't just go,
3: excuse me, miss, wanna go to Swiss chalet with me.
0: You gotta pull out the stops.
3: <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> you know,
3: you... you know. So the most, the most stops that have ever been pulled out for me. Mm, I mean, on. if really I should say stuffed, stuffed in, instead of okay. pulled out. Okay. I was doing the pulling out.
2: Okay, um, was
3: yeah. once a gentleman in this, um, in this building, uh, not too long ago. He, uh, he, he said he actually. Uh, called me, buzzed me from the downstairs um, buzzer, right. and said I saw your sign. Will you snake my drain? Which like literally never happens because I'm usually so on it. So mm-hmm. I was like, "What? Yeah. How did I miss this clog?" Mm-hmm. And I went up there, and uh, I'm snaky away, and I'm snaky away, and oh, I hit it right. You get that feeling?
0: Oh yeah, that
3: hit. Fine, tingles It's like Ooh. a fisherman getting a big yeah. uh, juicy I, fish on the line. It, well, yeah, I imagine. I've never been fishing, but I reel it in, and it's a big. Club of hair, um, mm-hmm. which, but had obviously been chopped off somewhere. So there's okay. some, some pubes. And mixed in amongst the pubes, a flashback to me being four years old was a little uh, piece of paper. Oh. Wow. And it was a note that said, will you go to dinner with me on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day? Yes. Wow! Yes. So What's that is romantic. what I am doing this Valentine's Day. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Uh, that's Gord. Fantastic.
1: Gord. He, he lives
3: on the um, 12th floor, not 13th, thank God. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're going to go to this little, little Italian place. I'm probably going to bring my snake because um, I know people like to purge mid-meal on Valentine's Day, so I'm going to see what I can find. That is so but nice. Go...
0: That's actually one of the most romantic things I've ever heard.
3: Wow, really? That's, yeah, I, that's really cute. I mean, really I was pretty cute. happy about it. Yes, it's very, very cute. He's he's fine.
1: Wow. Mm. He's that's fine. interesting that reminds yeah. me of I think who was it was it Jerry Seinfeld I think he proposed to his wife uh via the New York Times crossword he had a crossword puzzle that's
2: powerful that true one
1: I think it was him or maybe it was Baldwin or so anyway someone powerful did this thing where they hired the person who writes the New York Times crossword oh, to write a tailor-made crossword that the cl- one of the clues was will uh will you marry me will
0: shorts yeah the guy,
3: yes will shorts he
1: He's, he's the writer of the New York Times crossword.
0: Yeah, I saw an interview with him, and I think he has an earring.
3: That, Isn't yeah. that would, weird? Wouldn't surprise I'm, me a guy who writes the crossword <laughs> having a kind of weird look.
0: Uh, I'm looking him up. I'm googling him, and
3: he's the most like famous. Like it's not like I don't know the name of anybody else who writes crosswords. This dude. guy is yeah. the
0: crossword. I've got one of dude. his books. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let me see here. Will Shorts, I'm Google image searching him. I'm not seeing an earring. Come on. Show me the earring. Yes! I think I found it. He has an earring. Well, I can't tell if that's an earring or a mole. Uh, I am being serious. That looks a bit like a mole. That might be a mole. Either
1: way, it's it's something fun on his ear. (laughs)
0: Yes, uh, yes. He's
3: got an ear decoration. He's got a dot
0: on his earlobe. It might be a mole, and I might be wrong here, but... uh, I'm more of a word jumble guy than a
1: crossword man myself.
3: Is that where you just look for the words that they have already told you they're there, and you circle them?
1: That's a word search. Word jumble is the word. has been scrambled. Uh, Almost as if uh, a madman had taken a hold of the word and shaken it up, and um, the letters have fallen into a sort of random uh, pattern, and it's up to you to put them back together.
0: Just want to quickly uh, send my apologies to Will Shorts. Uh, I think I saw him once in a documentary and saw a dot on his ear and thought, he was an, uh, had an earring, which seemed odd on him because it was not, didn't suit his style. And after just examining Google Images, it is definitely a mole. Do you think it's within I've had this misperception is... for years. I'm well, sorry. Oh.
1: Wow. Are you allowed to work for the New York Times
3: if you have an earring?
0: And you're a guy? Well, if you're a guy, of course, yeah. Are you allowed to have an earring if you work for the New York Times? I them? imagine
3: the investigative team has a bunch of guys with earrings.
0: Yeah, that's true. If you're like, you know... Do an undercover reporting
3: you probably have uh, yes yeah, some piercing, some belly button piercing. I'm just picturing these
1: guys up like at three in the morning trying to work on a like an in-depth undercover report and they just got earrings and they got like, as you said belly button rings out everywhere and cigarettes like in, full of an ashtray full of cigarette butts and coffee cups spilled and just
0: all this all these earrings can I ask a question what man do you think best pulls off an earring that you can think of? Worst and best. Worst male earring. steven Tyler. Steven Tyler's
1: got about fifty.
0: Does he I think on each ear? Yeah. And I
3: didn't even notice. So that's got to be good. I didn't it off. either. So but that he is. Those are moles.
1: Off. I know for sure, James. Those are
3: <laughs> floppy moles. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> okay. The worst yep. Harrison Ford.
0: That's who I was thinking too. Does
1: it's, he still
3: have it? It's yes.
0: It's it the is. ultimate awkward dad earring.
1: Do you think he's not allowed to take it out because of the wife? Do you think, is it uh, Callista Flockhart? Maybe she's like, if you ever take out that earring, I'm leaving you. And he's like, okay, dear. Do you guys think that's what's going
3: on? Well, it Could sounds be. sexist
0: to me. But yeah, that does, Mike.
3: Sounds
0: a bit, sounds God, a bit not cute. all ladies just,
3: have their men I'm, under their fingers. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, I
1: can see Harrison doing that. To, you ever heard this phrase? Happy wife, happy life. Maybe that's how Harrison's living his life. I'm just putting it out there. No. not wow. saying it's
0: definitely what's happening.
3: Yeah. You know what, Mike? I, I kind of can see why you're single.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, I think. Nope. That's not a compliment, Mike. David Beckham, great earring.
3: Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Any Euro. Does he, does he sport, um, an earring? He does. Quite a wow. big.
0: Any Euro guy, great earring. Justin Timberlake. Um, Fine.
3: No. Who else? I disagree on that one. They Colin like Farrell.
0: This? Not so much. Colin
3: Farrell has an earring. Can yeah, I
0: see? Sure. Yeah, there he is. Two. Two hoops.
3: Two. I'm going to give it to him because he's a handsome man. He
0: looks kind of like a Jersey Shore guy in this picture. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Looks yeah. like he goes imagine to a club been, in Mississauga. Uh,
1: imagine if he had been on that show with the Situation and what, what was her name? Snoopy? Jer-
0: Jersey Shore. Snooky. Snooky. Snooki. And
1: uh, <laughs> Snooky, the Situation, and Colin Farrell. Better <laughs> yeah. than
3: that? And he's just. Hand, a and big accent variety, an accent buffet in there. Yeah. Oh,
0: you,
1: you got New Jersey Italian, and you got the Irish, Irish burr of
0: Colin Farrell. He's a uh, pretty handsome Colin Farrell. He's
3: quite handsome. I'll, I'll admit it. Uh, I will too. You know, what? it's you okay. don't impress me. It's okay to say that. Um, I hope he hears. He might. Is he a
0: listener, Mike? Do well, we, know? we do have.
1: We have on a previous bonus episode. We did. Look at the numbers. We looked at the listenership broken down by country. Ireland was one of our smaller um, sort of countries when it came to listenership. I think we have eight listeners in Ireland.
3: He might live in LA. Eight
1: listeners or eight downloads? We had eight downloads. So Ooh, maybe right. one person. maybe eight Colin Farrell downloaded an episode of ours. But he might live in LA. You're totally true. In which case, we have... Many, many more American downloads uh, than Irish. So,
3: Did I tell you where in America these downloads are from?
1: It does break down by city. Wow. And believe it, city. Not, wow. Wow. Um, wow. believe it or not, it's uh, New York and Los Angeles that were the most popular in America. Uh, the Midwest doesn't seem to... Uh, they haven't caught on yet, I guess. They're to, busy. To what we're doing. That's um, weird. Same thing goes in Canada. We're biggest in, um, I'd say, the, the, the big cities. Um, not so big in places like Saskatchewan, Manitoba... Um, Newfoundland, Labrador, Quebec. Of course, we haven't. We're, we're planning on doing a French
0: language episode, but we haven't quite. Do, uh, you,
3: do you guys both speak French?
0: Not a word. I do not. Um, but well, well i excited we, to listen. Can you speak French?
3: peu. Oh, oh Looks uh, like you're uh, first... Yeah well you know When you're um, Nestle does a lot of cases In northern Quebec Because they've got A lot like, of lakes up oh. there So you know I gotta So you mentioned Nestle briefing. And you
1: mentioned Embridge as well Which is a, a big Oil and gas
3: firm Yeah you've heard of it Good So uh,
1: w- don't you feel uh, Bad that you're Defending a company That is contributing To
0: climate change Which will uh, result in The end of all human life As we know it on the planet
3: <sighs> Well it's a job Somebody has to do it And the world's gonna end anyways Anyways Okay I'll drop
0: it <sighs> That's a good point And a lot of the smartest minds are saying hey this global warming thing don't give me a break it's not true a lot of the smartest minds are saying this
3: that is what i have in my brief tomorrow um yeah. you know once i found um once i found uh, um a bunch of old coins oh so in a drain or just in a drain what
1: what year were they from
3: 1978 <laughs>
1: Whoa. Whoa! We're talking old, old
3: coins. Yeah, the queen was a lot younger then.
1: Uh, right? Do you kid. think she ever looks? she gets mad looking at money because all of it's like um, she's trapped as a younger woman on these coins, while in reality she keeps aging, almost like a reverse uh, picture of Dorian Gray situation that she has to live with every like day. She's like she's like, "Quit
3: like, reminding me." Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Imagine if every day
1: you saw three thousand pictures of yourself when you were twenty, and um, that was always in your face.
3: Yeah, mm. that'd be Also, if they if they um you know, like in old portraits when they'd kind of like change people's faces a little bit to be more in the fashion, they're like, Oh, big chins are in right now, so mm, we'll make yeah, a, chin yeah. a little bigger. Yes. So she's looking at these pictures, they probably edited her face a bit to be more Was conventionally attractive, I bet. Was the face. queen
0: photoshopped on the coin? Was the
3: queen photoshopped on the coin?
0: Right. You know, if you actually and if you look um at some of the the quick the pictures of the queen on like one of the bills you can see like her waist cinched in a weird way that makes you think this was photoshopped you know like you can tell the door like the the background behind her is all warped i think she was photoshopped on there
3: that's sexist too there
0: we are that's sexist
3: absolutely yeah 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 uh, unreasonable beauty standards
0: oh yeah i thought you meant i was sexist
3: Oh, no! well, no, you, I mean... I mean, I'm, no, no, I am the least sexist not.
0: person in Canada. I wouldn't want to say that. I don't know I I at all. Can I, can I just put something out here? I'd love
2: to
1: see on a future bill, either in Canada or the UK, or a coin, um, some sort of image of Prince Philip emerging from the smoldering wreckage of his uh, Range Rover or Land Rover that he flipped a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear that story? <laughs> 97-year-old Prince Philip, he flipped a, yeah. uh, flipped a car... And injured some uh, some commoners, and that would be a fun image to have on a bill. I think a ninety <laughs> seven year old man crawling out of a, the
3: wreckage of a burning car. Yeah, hate to be his lawyer. Um, oh, right. he Very, got into it, yeah he got into a car like the next day again. They right. got him a brand new Range, range Rover. Wow, yeah. I hope I'm
0: driving at ninety seven, crashing yeah. into people. It's the dream, and, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's wild. Did anyone get hurt?
1: Yeah, he injured some regular people and then took that a very long time to issue an official apology. <laughs> I think he took about 10 days to
3: issue an official apology. He's a slow writer now, though, because he's old.
0: Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. blame the guy. I mean, honestly, hey, if you're 97, go ahead, run a few people over. You're 97. Come on. I guess, I guess you have a point there. I mean, you've sort of lived long enough that you guys...
3: You deserve to take a couple lives. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Remember when Harrison Ford kept crashing his plane?
3: No, I didn't of, know that. The oh earring's yeah, too heavy. It threw off the center of balance. Well, that's a great point.
0: <laughs> that's a great point. He kept veering to the left. Whoa, whoa! Why are we going down? Who yeah. took my
3: earring out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Callista.
0: Yeah, he crashed his he's crashed his plane like five times or something. He like flies planes for He fun. should
3: stop because he's lucky he hasn't died yet. That's nuts. You know, be great? know. that's nuts Prince, by my standard.
0: Prince
1: Philip versus Harrison Ford, battle of the like the vehicle crashers. <laughs> and they have a reality show where they try and stage ever bigger and more ostentatious like uh car or plane crashes. And the audience votes. You know what I saw once? Someone posted online that a rat had uh, come up through their toilet.
3: Wow. I read about, okay,
0: I've read this How'd book. How did I miss that? I've read a book called At Home by Bill Bryson. And he said <laughs> that happens sometimes. For real. It, not all the time, but it's been known to happen. A rat coming up through your damn toilet. Now imagine that. And ever since I read that probably 10 or 5 years ago, and I sit on the toilet and... I look down every time because I imagine a rat is in there nibbling on me. Oh, I'd laugh so hard if a rat nibbled on your tookus when you were uh, sitting on the throne.
3: James. But I'm, that would be a nightmare. That oh, would be. Oh yeah. like would 1984, die. but the, the opposite end. Oh god. Oh yeah, yes. the cage. The yeah, rat. The rat. The put the cage over your butt.
1: Too bad George Orwell didn't think of that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Oh man. But, like, can you imagine? He
0: You're just, sitting on the toilet. Yeah. You go into the bathroom, yeah. and all of a sudden. What's nibbling on my balls or whatever?
3: Excuse me. You look down. It's a rat. I die. And he goes, "Excuse me." Yeah. Hey buddy,
1: I'm nibbling <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. <and> he goes, <laughs> say, right?
3: Think about your toilet brush. That thing's a that thing's a mess. Yeah. Hey buddy, <laughs> yeah. <what> <laughs> Replace your
0: toilet brush, container. Hey,
3: yeah, they're hey. all from New York. All rats are from New <laughs> <laughs> York. Here's a free tip. Wasn't that a
1: scene in Ratatouille where uh, I haven't seen it? Don't the ruin rat. The well, I won't. Not to spoil it too much, but there's a scene where Ratatouille comes up through a toilet and nibbles on a man. <laughs>
3: wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, Art and life. They're disgusting. Mice seem kind of cute, but rats. Oh, I like them both. Yeah, you really? like them.
3: Yeah, I like. I like a rat. They're so smart.
0: So, some like people. The, Tails. Some people had rats as pets mm. when they were kids. Did you? No. No. But, but
3: I dreamt about it. My neighbors know. down the street had two rats and really we Ooh, taught yuck. them tricks.
0: Were they nice? Like do they very are, friendly. Their really? names
3: was Oreo and Oreo and Daisy.
0: But so like were they in a cage or something?
3: They were in a cage.
0: And what you would go up to it and go, hi. Well,
3: you take them out. And you go, what do you want to do now, rats? And
0: and would they be nice? Like, I don't know. Like, would it be like having a cat?
3: Yeah, they want to be pet. They want to be pet. You could, like, build them little, uh, really? Like, like, trapezes and they'd go along them. (laughs) Trapeze. Because they must be cleaner Uh, than than a cat.
1: Cleaner than sewer rats, obviously, because they come from a nice home. It's just
3: weird. I don't understand. I mean, you'd be dirty if you lived in a sewer, too. Absolutely.
1: Well, like, good point. That's something they never mentioned in the Ninja Turtles. That those four boys must have stank <laughs> to <laughs> really high heaven.
3: Stink. You ever smell a drain, and I have. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they probably smelled
1: like poop. And Pink. and April O'Neil was like, "Hey guys, what's up?" But in reality, she would have been like, barfing. <laughs> Maybe then, she, was she, oh, yeah. she
3: was a big weirdo. She probably. Oh, she was a big weirdo.
1: Really freak. into poo. I,
0: I think she was. Yeah. Did the Ninja Turtles wear pants?
1: Mm, they wore band, or they wore like a thing what around belts? their eyes. But I think they were hanging free.
0: Yeah, because what's up with that? Yeah. So April O'Neil hung around these big naked guys and they smelled like... And I'm just going to throw this out there. T- well, well, I don't mean to be crude, but where are turtles' genitals? Because they're uh, hidden in a shell. <laughs> I guess in the back. Well, no,
1: they're not Not in the back. They're in the front. In the well, I just front. mean
3: in the... In the front heart? The
0: yeah, like, They've I They've got to be in the oh, underside. Yes. But the, but the under... You think there's a wiener in the underside of a turtle? Yeah. Like,
3: it's if not they're like they're you pick up a turtle like a, and you see a penis. No, I think it must poke it by the tail. That's a great that's question, actually. That's what I'm actually. saying. It's
0: popping out the back. Oh, maybe. yeah. Oh, I see yeah. what you mean
3: by back. I thought, I'm thought i thinking of a turtle standing on its hind two legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's still... We're saying that the genitals are contained within the, the cream part of the Oreo.
0: Yes, <laughs> I think. That's just a guess. I don't know. I don't want to mislead the public, but... I think that's where it is. Yeah. Huh.
3: Right.
1: But they should they should address it in a future Ninja Turtles movie. They should do a
0: little they should address how they smell and where their Yeah, where their genitals are. Where is their junk? Well, think about it. Michelangelo drinks a bunch of pop and pizza and he's like, I gotta take a whiz, man, or dude. Mm. <laughs> what's he doing? Like how is he doing that? Crouching in a field? Like what's he? <laughs> He's not going to a urinal. I'll tell you that.
3: It's also weird to think of a turtle crawling on four legs and its junk sticking out behind it.
0: <laughs> I know, like when, like two... an exhaust pipe. <laughs>
3: yeah. And, and uh, then you
0: think, when two, if, if that's the case, when turtles are doing it, do they just back up into each other? Burp, burp,
1: burp, right, like a truck. Yeah. Um, well, these are all questions that God. the film studios owe us an answer to when they make a future ninja it's Turtle right movie. it's like
0: you know everyone's up in arms about the new ghostbusters like you know oh i'm so upset i hope you know et cetera. Et cetera. we got to start this right. about ninja turtles you know
1: did you know that the director of the new ghostbusters movie i just found this out he's related to the original director of uh the first ghostbusters movie
3: Is he's the is son it Reitman? Right? <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah yeah they're related um, Are
3: all the characters also the sons of the original characters?
1: That yeah, it's all the sons. It's very, It's the whole movie is nepotistic. There's even Slimer Junior yeah. is in it. Marshmallow Man. Do they Jr. say
3: when my daddy did this? Yes. When my when my daddy did this, yeah. he fell in love with a with mm-hmm. a lady who was uh, possessed. My, my memory of Ghostbusters is a bit weak. When no. my daddy did this, it was in a fire hall. Yes. Oh,
1: and it's all the original cast's children also. So it's like. Sigourney Weaver Jr, Rick Moranis Jr, oh, yeah, uh right, Aykroyd yeah. Jr of course, who's very good.
3: Is the mayor in I, it?
0: <laughs> yes. And what a cool trend in entertainment, you know, between Shits Creek and working moms and yeah. now this. Yeah. It's and You know, what, about if you're going to be celebrity's kids got a bit of luck. Howie yeah. Mandel's son Alex, is a very popular YouTuber. Uh he's very
1: funny. Uh Ryan Stiles' son performed at Peckerfest. Uh Tony Stiles. That's Styles. right, Tony
0: Stiles, he, he survived pro. the accident, wow. which is big.
3: Sorry about Peckerfest. Nestle's run by um, Charles Nestle Jr. Jr. Mm. Jr. You know, so well, that's, just the way that's the a world. dynasty of...
0: You guys got to pop out a few kids to give your riches to. I mean, Mike doesn't have riches, but you might. At least- I
3: hope I find one in a drain, to be honest.
0: Mm. Well, why don't we take a, uh, a quick break, Mike? Does that sound good? It sounds great, sir. Oh, God. That's a little robot character. And uh, we'll be right back with our final segment. <laughs> And we're back here with uh, amateur drain snaker and lawyer, Lee Cameron. Hi. Well, I hope that you're uh, sitting
1: down because we're about to do something very fun. It's called We're Gonna Play a Game. Okay.
0: It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral and that is our aim sit back and please enjoy this game. And uh, there's the theme song. And um, today's game uh, is, again, Valentine's Day related. Uh, we're all going <laughs> to mm-hmm. say our favorite rom-com scene.
3: Okay. Everybody yeah. loves a rom-com uh, uh, on
0: romantic Valentine's Romantic
1: comedies. Day. I love rom-coms. Yes, yeah. thank
0: you for explaining that, Mike. Some people wouldn't know what that means. Rom-com, com, yeah. It's romantic like, com-
1: People say sci-fi. That means science fiction. People say rom-com means romantic comedy. Sci-fi, rom What else? Rom-com, Maybe rom-com.
0: they should shorten drama. Draw.
1: draw. You like draw or
0: com? Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, thrill. Yeah. Thrill. Hey, hun. Susp. What do you want to watch tonight? Draw, com, thrill, susp? That's Uh, the future we're
3: headed towards, I bet. Mm. Yeah,
0: with texting and newspeak.
3: Yeah, four. Oh, yeah. What's four? Foreign. Oh,
1: that's so good.
3: Indie. I heard someone say this the
1: other day. I heard someone say, Do
0: you want to watch a doc?
3: A doc? No. What do you mean? What, like a a word doc? Well,
1: that's where where my mind went.
0: (laughs) uh, They meant a document? No. Someone said, Oh, my God. It's gotten out of hand. Uh well, who?
1: <laughs> I feel like we already have played the game. I'm having so much fun.
0: Who uh, would like to go first with their favorite rom com scene? Well,
3: you're the guest. Leave. Would, would you okay, like? Okay, I'll Anna? go first. Um, I think. Okay. Um, the movie Splash.
2: <sighs>
1: yeah, Amazing. you know Tom
3: Hanks and Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, I haven't seen it, but I have high hopes that. Lucky Tom Hanks pulls a mermaid out of a sewer. Oh, okay. like, know, yeah, like, like a drain. Yeah, like a drain. Like a city drain. Right. So you haven't seen the movie. No, but I'm, I'm okay. th- I I'm think I'm going to rent it on iTunes this weekend.
0: I think about 12 years ago, I watched it when it was on TV on a weekend afternoon. I don't remember if that's what happened, but I got my fingers crossed. <sighs> it. You yeah. It's all that for
1: me. I don't think it happens, but it's, you know, maybe if they... I think they're making a, a, a remake, so maybe I mean, they'll add that.
3: Yeah, and really, like, the ocean's like a drain when you know how much stuff um, large corporations are putting into it. Which Absolutely. you do very well. <laughs> I do.
1: I wonder if they made Splash Again today, if they would mention... I feel they would have to. Uh, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Oh, my. And such if, a Let downer. me finish. If they would show Daryl Hannah swimming through all that plastic muck uh, that apparently is the size of Australia.
0: No.
3: It's it, bigger. It's Ooh, bigger than Australia.
0: Inside info. Okay. <sighs> but I wonder if they would
1: do that. Also, did you know that Neil Young left his wife of 35 years for Daryl Hannah recently? Oh, my goodness. I wonder if they would mention that in a... Wow, and that's slash. true, huh? That, w- that is true.
3: Yeah, I hope uh, they'd put that fact in there. Did Yeah. It's romantic
0: in a way, <laughs>
1: unless you're Neil Young's ex-wife.
3: Unless she was like, get out of here.
0: Yeah, maybe she's like, I'll take why half you? your stuff.
3: Why yeah.
1: Why's my guitar in the driveway? And then his wife was like, you're out of here,
0: Neil. Yeah. Mm. And
3: he's singing to himself in the mirror. Oh, man, look at my
0: life. Yeah.
3: Now you're with Daryl Hannah. Splash. She was the star of Splash and Kill Bill 2. And the jerk. Oh. Was she? No, no, I'm thinking the wrong one. What's the one? Oh, the big nose one that Steve Martin's in. <laughs> Roxanne? Oh, yes. Roxanne. Roxanne. Yes.
1: But do you think Neil Young, like a few years ago, was just watching, like flipping through the channels in, in California and like Roxanne was on or Kill Bill? And he yeah, was like, that one. I gotta
3: leave my wife for her.
1: <laughs> yeah. I bet I bet that's how it happened. I bet that's how... yeah yeah, it's probably. Oh. Goodness. Um
3: What are your guys? What are your guys' um favorite scenes from rom-coms? Can I go next? Sure.
1: Please. All right, so pardon me. Um I'm slightly bending the rules here of our game, but I hope listeners will allow it cuz it's Valentine's Day. Um so this isn't technically a rom-com, uh, but to me it is romantic cuz it's about men bonding in middle age which is a time where a lot of men get depressed because their social lives sort of just evaporate. And um, the movie I'm talking about, it's, the, it's not just a scene, it's the whole movie, it's called Wild Hogs. And it's a film starring John Travolta, Tim Allen, William H. Macy, and Martin Lawrence as some middle-aged men who get disappointed in their lives and they decide, you know what, screw it, we're going on a road trip on our motorcycles to California. And they have all sorts of fun. And they love each other is the thing here. It's not romantic love. It's platonic love. It's male bonding. But okay. uh, and we don't see enough of this stuff. Uh, I think the only other movie that rings this bell for me is probably uh, The Bucket List, which are of course also uh, Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman who are passing away. Um, also um, Space Cowboys, I guess, which was uh, Clint Eastwood, um, Donald Sutherland, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Uh, was it uh, Lawrence Olivier <laughs> who was in that? Anyway, they go to space. <laughs>
3: How do you or, feel about the Expendables? Is that is that a? Oh,
1: that's from? one I love also about men bonding.
3: Do they have sex in that movie with each other? Mike, I th- think they
1: might. I think they do. Good. if I'm remembering it correctly? I think it's at the end. They yeah. they defeat the the foe, and they're like they're so excited and so happy that. One kiss leads to another. The next thing you know, there's just a big daisy chain. Okay, of, I'm
3: doing a double feature, I think, men. this Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. So anyway, Wild Hogs is one that I recommend all of our listeners watch this Valentine's Day. <laughs> hmm. uh, okay, very good, Mike. Wild Hogs. Um, it's also, before, before you do yours, please. it's nice to see Tim Allen riding a motorcycle on the screen. <laughs>
0: Oh, I know. It's just ridiculous how he's gotten obviously blackballed for his political beliefs when, you know, if if he wasn't openly conservative, I'm sure he'd be working all the time because he's he's still got it. You know, he's still very, very, very uh, funny. Oh? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Crazy that he was in jail for... What was it Mike uh riding on? He uh he
1: uh I think he was in jail for cocaine dealing or possession and then he struck a deal where he uh he basically told on his other friends in the drug world and then he got let out of jail and they all got arrested and then na- then he became a big uh, comedy star.
0: Yeah.
3: Wow, <laughs> that's I didn't, true. I didn't know that. That's yeah. true. Is that that's in truly. the movie? Is that in the movie or that could be in th- Wild Hogs too?
0: They That's should, true. They should have they him should deal some cocaine. Too. Yeah. Did you not know he was in jail when he was young? Tim oh, Allen? Was... For real, honestly. Oh, he he,
3: I thought he was in jail. I thought you were saying he, when he's old. No, he was in jail when he's young. This was yeah. like
0: in his 20s or something. And he oh, wasn't okay. in
1: jail for being too funny. He was in jail for a uh, cocaine drug. And that was
3: dangerous because it's pretty funny.
1: Oh. Yep. Do you think when Tim Allen was in jail at his lowest point, like he was like, "I've reached rock bottom. I'm in jail for cocaine drugs," and uh, do you think that's when he was like, "I need to change my life, turn my life around," and he envisioned like, "I need to be in a show with a character named Wilson who's only seen through a fence,"
0: maybe, or maybe he was in the the prison yard and like he make one of his buddies right next to him gets shivved with a knife and dies, <laughs> and then Tim Allen goes, eh?
3: "Yeah." Maybe one of the guards looked over the fence and said, hey.
1: Yeah. Then, that yeah. inspired Wilson. Oh my yeah. goodness. And
3: then his three jail sons were like,
0: dad. Oh man. <laughs> you know they also say in prison you kind of have to align with like uh, white supremacists. So he must have joined with the white
1: Aryans who are a big <laughs> I don't uh, know white that. gang in prison in America. Do you think he got the name Tim the Toolman Taylor in prison because he killed someone with a screwdriver? It's It's
0: all just we don't know the answers to these. We're just we can only them assume. Yeah, we're
1: just having fun on
0: Valentine's Day here. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> uh, now my turn, guys. If I may. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, who who do you guys think is the ultimate rom-com king? Bogie,
1: Humphrey Bogart, right? <laughs> Casablanca.
3: <laughs> okay it
0: seemed like you were going to say a second and thing
3: Tom Hanks is in a lot with Meg Ryan <laughs> Oh yeah. Collie, Collie. You know, I used to think they were a real couple
1: in real life and that just sounds so silly but I used to think
3: that you can't blame them when they're putting so much truth in movies yeah.
0: they must have like you can't uh, uh, we're on a tangent here but you can't tell me they were in those two movies together and that kind of chemistry you're telling me when the camera shut off and you're telling me I'm not saying I'm not saying they were they acted romantic but they must have had a flirtatious thing oh I bet I probably, bet at some
3: point Meg Ryan said "Do you want to come to my shower
0: Ooh. On the set of sleepless in Seattle, I bet. Wouldn't that be weird though? If if you're you know what I mean, say you're both married and you keep being in romantic comedies with this other woman and yeah. imagine that was your husband or wife, would you be kinda like, Oh, another one with Tom, huh? Oh,
3: that's funny. Cool. This, did you... Yeah, you guys had a lot of chemistry Oh, and your in producers on this one. one, that's funny. Yeah, cool. Oh, okay. cool.
0: All right, babe. we'll see you in a couple months. Uh and, um...
3: huh. I'll be smelling your dick when you get home. <laughs> 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 do you think Tom Hanks'
1: wife would say that when he would leave uh, Rita? to go on think, a shoot? Do I, do I think Rita says that? Yeah, I do.
3: And Rita? Think, she would mm. say I'll smell you. <laughs> For sure. She says, you're not allowed to type on that old typewriter you love so much because he collects old typewriters. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he published <laughs> Until I smell your dick. <laughs> and I'll know if you washed on the, on the jet.
1: Mm. <laughs> I can
3: smell jet soap, Tom.
1: He gets in the door. He drops his bag and immediately... Rita's running down the hall.
3: Yeah, she meets snipping. him. She picks him up in a limo. She picks him up in a limo yeah. from the airport,
1: and she's got her
0: nostrils flaring. I could see in the future a device for traveling men that their that their wives buy them, where at the end of the night you have to put your penis in sort of a uh, like a thumb a capsule. Yeah, a capsule, or what's the thing on you put in your thumb when you're sewing? Uh, oh, a, a thimble. thimble, a thimble sort of yeah. for your penis and it analyzes it and smells it and tries to detect, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure Rita Hanks is already on top of this. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay, major Rita tangent. Wilson. I was just asking who you who you thought was the ultimate rom-com guy. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm going to say my ultimate rom-com actor is Hugh Grant.
3: oh yeah he's so charming he's oh, been in tons movies. of rom-coms
0: this is
1: the second time this so episode floppy. you've done that impression you're right wow. you're right
0: i mean so many great flicks mm-hmm. uh four weddings and a funeral oh. two weeks notice music and lyrics uh love actually love mm-hmm. actually he's the king of them the englishman who went up a hill Maurice. and came down a mountain oh fabulous oh, yeah. name yeah um, but my favorite Hugh Grant rom-com scene of all his flicks was the one when he was driving his car uh, late at night, uh, and he pulls over, and he hires a prostitute uh, to come in the car. Uh, and which they movie was that, get, James? I don't remember which one. I think it was. Music and, and, and lyrics?
1: Um, do you remember him talking about this on Jay Leno? Yes. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I I think we know what James is doing here. See what happened here. (laughs) I think James, you're mixing up reality
3: that happened in his real life with film.
0: I, you, okay, you're right.
1: Hugh Grant got arrested for hiring a prostitute in real life. James,
0: can I make a confession to you guys? I knew that. I was playing a joke on you.
3: What? (laughs) (laughs) Valentine's Day.
1: But oh, um, uh, he's cause... lucky
0: that Tom Hanks' wife isn't
1: around to smell him.
3: Yeah, Liz, very... Liz
0: Hurley. Oh, boy. Oh. he That's who he cheated on with, with the lady. My goodness. And just goes to show you some men are true dogs because, I mean, come on, uh, Liz Hurley.
3: <laughs> what?
0: I mean, a be- lovely woman. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. woman.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she can wear a dress covered in pins and not get poked.
0: What does that mean? <laughs>
3: She once wore a, a a dress, a designer dress that w- had lots of safety pins, but she was very famous for it. Oh, I yeah. think before she was I thought that very was some famous. sort of
2: saying.
1: It does I never
3: sound heard like before. I now thought that too. Now that I said too. it, maybe you know, I should say it. that me
1: like something that someone from Newfoundland would say, like, she can wear a dress full of pins and don't get poked.
3: Maybe I should put it on the back of my t-shirts. <laughs>
0: uh, well, fun times had by all. Fun Valentine's Day. Uh, love is in the air. It, uh, well, it is. It is today. Um so James, you
1: better watch out. I feel like giving you a big kiss on the cheek, because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, Where's your mistletoe? You no, no. Yeah, why do we not have mistletoe on Valentine's Day,
0: for the love of Christ? Chill out, man. Like, good God. Man, my might riled up on these holidays. You should have seen him on Easter. Hot Hi- this guy, uh, this he's, he pretends, he, he still thinks the Easter Bunny is going to hop in. And he makes all these jokes like, oh, can't wait for the bunny to come. I'm mm-hmm. like, Mike. You're...
3: Does he put out carrots and stuff?
0: Yep. And lettuce. Yeah. Anyway. I feel
1: hyper because I ate two, piece, two desserts. I ate a... Uh... Portuguese tart and then a cannoli
0: during the recording of this. Brett cannolis
3: because they're they're stuffed like a drain. I hope. To find. Yes, it
0: was a great move, and I, I'm feeling a sugar high too from the two treats we had. Yeah. But instead of hair, it has
3: uh, cream, it has cheese,
0: ricotta. Oh. ricotta, ricotta, ricotta. I think ricotta. Sorry,
1: you say ricotta.
0: <sighs> All right, well, uh, Lee, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, thank you.
3: Thank you so much for having me. If you guys ever need me to reach down your drains. I won't I'm very discreet okay. uh usually I can be okay very discreet okay. okay so you know you lose a wedding ring James you lose I don't know something Not else married. embarrassing
0: and if people oh. want to uh get a hold of you for any drain issues or anything else is Twitter uh are you on Twitter
3: uh yeah I'm on Twitter okay um I'm on Twitter uh, at what's down there
0: oh very Good cool. Handle. yeah <laughs> Mike, uh, thank, thank you again. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to you. And uh, oh, yes,
1: yes, sir. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. What are we, strangers? Oh,
0: come man, on. Man, I feel really if you will, uncomfortable. Go for the no, give me, no. Hug. Give me no. a hug.
1: Oh, I'm coming in. Oh, all right.